Friday. It is a football-friendly Friday. Hope, hope you're having yourself a good start to your day. How you doing, folks? My name is Ron Raymond, a five-time sports handicap champion based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. It is October 28th, and uh, hopefully you guys are getting ready for the weekend, getting ready for a lot of action. You got Major League Baseball, the World Series, not just baseball. You got the World Series starting tonight. You got NBA, NHL, college football, NFL, and it is a football-friendly Friday, and uh, we will have a, hopefully a great uh, send-off for you guys here this weekend uh, on the show, and uh, we're going to go through the uh, the report of all the NFL matchup this weekend but before we do that don't forget today's show is always brought to you by your friends right here at hockeypicks.com sign up today and follow the top hockey pickers each and every day right here at hockeypicks.com if you do like basketball, you want to follow the top pickers at bballpicks.com. Make your selection, use the confidence level, and uh, once you like the level, you just uh, pick the confidence level of your choice. And of all the games going today, you got some really good games today in the NBA, so you want to check that out at bballpicks.com and parlaycalculator.com. Make those parlays each and every day at parlaycalculator.com. In fact, I'll show you how it works. You put in your numbers, your figures. So let's say you got a 150 underdog, a 170, a minus 150, a 220, and we got a nice underdog. Let's do a 17 parlay here today. We'll do a, uh, a minus 110, and we'll put $25 on that ticket. And you can see it pays up $4,000.66, and that's how you use the parlay calculator. Now, just make sure every time you use the calculator, you can use the one on the uh, on the website. Always put, if you have a minus, put the minus figure. If it's an underdog, just put in the number. You don't need to put on the minus, but you can always use the parlay calculator each and every day right here at parlaycalculator.com. All right, uh, welcome to the show. And again, I see the uh, the Ramblers. They are stumbling, tumbling into the uh, the bullpen. All the Ramblers and Gamblers right here at ATSTats.com. And hopefully you guys had a good night last night with your selections. Hopefully you guys had a... Uh, it was a lot going on last night. You had the NBA, you got NHL, you had the NFL, college football. Ross Benjamin, Ross the Boss Benjamin gave another winner on this show yesterday. Ross the Boss said uh, take Washington State plus seven, seven and a half, and... Uh, it was a winner winner chicken dinner right it was a um, yeah ross the boss uh, showed you the money yesterday show me the money yeah so congratulations to ross and he also liked the jets this weekend so there you go hopefully uh, ross uh, pulls through for you guys with that selection i know he did last night and uh, we'll see what we can do here today all right the uh, chris mcintosh hey, hey, hey in my fat albert voice hey gotta get that in there first one in that's why you get that it's fat albert says scott champion go philly says ben air guitar flaring good morning juke boss i want to talk to you 
I want to talk to you. Um, well, is there a soundbite for that one? I want to talk to you. I know we got this one here. How about our offense? <laughs> How about our offense? I love that one. Um, morning all. And uh, Ross the boss covered the back door. Let's go, says Bien Trabajo. And good morning to uh, my good friend Bien Trabajo. All right. Uh, we got a great show lined up for you guys here today. So instead of sitting here and babbling and rambling, I'm going to get right into the action because we do have a lot of things to cover. And I'm looking forward to it. And we have one hour to do it, right? And you know, when you get to NFL football, we go through all the matchups that could uh, take a while. All right, so let's get on with the uh, the podcast here. And the first thing up is we have, um, let me see here, as we always do. Oh yeah, the uh, sports betting fundamentals, right? Let's uh, speaking of uh, football, right? BA, let's get to the EDDs, the everyday drills, and the everyday drills is always to look at value, percentage play, performance cycles, player availability, and we always use a money management system. And you know what? I was listening to a little bit of radio yesterday, and I heard somebody say on the air, you know, exactly. He goes, who? Uh, I think they were talking about uh, Zion, uh, Zion Williamson, and uh, just players who are always injured, right? And that is, to me, one of the uh, the biggest things in, in sports betting. I don't care who's who's uh, injured. I just need to know who's available to play, right? And the thing is, when you get all these players who are always injured, it's always tough. It's always tough to to handicap and and you know to cheer for those guys because they're always injured, right? I just hope there's no more uh, Greg Oldens, right? Greg Oldens had a great uh, career at Ohio State, but uh, had trouble staying healthy. Money management, yeah, we'll talk about that in just a few seconds. In today's show, you're gonna hear me talk about teams that are A, B, and C type teams in the ring report. A type teams are 60% or higher. B type teams are 50 to 59.9. C type teams, those are teams below 500. We don't bet on C type teams, right? Uh, Denny? No, you don't do that. No, you don't do that. To, also, you're going to hear me talk about teams that are bullish, neutral, and bearish. In, in the NHL, NBA, teams that are bullish are 7-0, 6-1, 5-2 in their last seven games. Teams that are neutral, 3-4, and 4-3. Four, four and three. And teams that are um, bearish, those teams are 0-7, 1-6, 2-5 in their last seven games. All right. Any birthdays today? I would like to, hey, it's on a Friday. I'd like to get my uh, my birthday chipmunk song going. Any birthdays out there? Hey, let me know somebody's birthday today. We'll give you a nice uh, birthday send-off. All right. The top 10 commandments of sports betting those are my anyways these are my golden rules and uh, you know what because uh, some of the uh, the baseball season will be going uh, just uh, you know, even after the world series i always got to update these so that they're a little bit relevant to the uh, the time of the season right bet big money um, thou shall not bet big money on c type teams oh we don't do that no you don't do that you don't do that why oh, not no, never never why not Against the rules. Never lay points. Take the points or bet the uh, money line or the over-under. That's uh, that's one that's really hopefully making you guys some money. Create your own number. It's your number against the bookmaker's number. Always remember that. Follow a disciplined money management system. Never force a pick because you need action on a game. Yeah, that's one you should never do. Never chase a losing bets. Oh, you know what? I'm, I was so saying to myself, why am I hearing an echo? It's because this is on. <laughs> I thought so. Hey, I thought I was hearing things. Here we go. All right, tape two. Never chase losing bets on a bad day. Bet with your wallet, not your heart. NHL home favorites coming off a one-goal loss, 60% since 2011. So I'm going to take a look at that in just a few minutes, see how they're doing so far this year. Never bet against A-type teams who are bullish at home. Yeah, you want to let them play it out. And, you know, good. there's uh, probably sometimes it can work against you, right? The Ottawa Senators last night, A-type team, they were bullish at home last night, ran into a buzzsaw. 
in the uh, in the in the wild. And that was a good game. That was a good hockey game. And then Flurry, Flurry looking like the old Flurry again now after a slow start. The 24-hour rule of betting, taking the day off after a big win. Enjoy those wins because you never know when you're going to get the next one. And never bet on teams who are in a bearish cycle. You don't do that. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, oh no. no, never, never. Why not? Why not? Against the rules. You know, you're stupid when you do that. I don't know if you're stupid, but when you're using the money management system, this is something uh, I'm going to bring up each and every day. If you're a $10 better in sports betting, just think about this. In your last 20 picks, if you hit 40%, you're down 30 bucks. If that's betting the 11-10 roll, right? If you're a 50% uh, better, you're down 10 bucks. If you're a 55% uh, winner, you're up $11. And if you're a 60% winner, uh, you're up $32. And the difference between a 50% better and a 60% better is just two selections, right? 10, 10, and uh, 12, and 8. That's the difference. And, uh, <laughs> hey, two picks is a $32 difference when you look at it that way. But uh, if you want to see the running report, you want to get a, uh, a little um, head start to your uh, sports betting weekend, and you want to get a little bit of tips, check out the uh, rain report. Go to atsstats.com, and when you get there, go to tools, golden rules of sports betting, and sports betting tips. This is a good one, too. If you go to the sports betting tips, you're going to see all the tips that I've done last year, the uh, 30 for 30, and you can get it right here and it's a good way if you're if you're new to sports betting and, and you just want to know the lingo right it's like people trying to get into the stock markets and you hear you know the people on tv they talk and you're like what does that mean what's the acronym it's the same thing with this right if you go to ats and you want to learn about all the acronyms all the the sayings and all the um uh, the analogies and all that just go to the tools uh, 50 sports uh, betting secret this is probably the best one to do is get the book it's only 24.99 It'll give you a good head start on how to approach your sports betting uh, weekend. And I'll give you one of the tips in the book that I use. And I, this is one I really share. I love this. This is one of the best. This was a really good tip in the 90s and the 2000s when, when Vegas used to put out the Nevada rotation. But now the, the rotation is all there. Let's be honest. There is no more rotation anymore, right? When you got DraftKings, you got FanDuel, you got the offshore guys, you got, uh, you know, the uh, in, in, um, in, in London, in England, UK all the books all over the world right it, there's a, there used to be this universal uh, rotation schedule like we used to call the Las Vegas uh, Nevada rotation Don Best you know had a, a good uh, grasp on that too but um, if you go look at college football on a Saturday and if, if you look at that first game that's on top of the schedule that's what I call my uh, my trap game of the week, right? The sucker line of the week. They want they know that they they're gonna the public's gonna have the um, the market psychology of taking whatever the market psychology is on that weekend, and they know if that's the team that the public's gonna bet. And normally it goes the other way. Well, they kill your parlay, right? Because the one thing that really kills the uh, the sports books is when people hit those uh, ten team parlays, seventeen parlays for big cash, and uh, they you know like Ross said the other day, right? Books are books are happy when dogs uh, dogs and the uh, the unders are coming in right because the, the betting public loves to bet favorites and overs but that's one of my tips on the uh, on the uh, on the book look at the on a Saturday especially this Saturday that first game on the schedule uh, in the in the rotation and uh, see where it is and uh, you know what just go to all the sports book and see which is the first game they got located at the top of the let me check with uh, one of my outs right here to see what uh, what they have as the first game on a Saturday. Let me just see here. College football Saturday. Let's go that. Illinois, Nebraska. Okay, but that's a 3.30 start. You got to go by the time. Boston, Connecticut. You know, could that be uh, the trap line of the week? I'm just looking at the top uh, games right here. But the thing is, they don't have it. Um, 
they don't have it by time that's different that's um hmm. but anyway back in the day uh, the, the the rotation would always have that first game right the, the, in, when you look at the numbers like 301 302 uh, the game number that would be the one that they try to get you to bet on and so they can kill your parlay right and that's what i call the silver bullet that's where i got the idea of the silver bullet right they want to kill your parlay with that silver bullet play all right uh, that's your uh, tip of the day and uh, hopefully it uh, hopefully it works out for you guys morning coach good morning bien it's uh it's the intro song says uh jukebox so he's talking about the uh i want to talk to you yeah yeah hey big red lips and long blonde hair right that's what she, that's what he says in the uh hey you're talking about this right here what a what a catchy tune eh big red lips and long blonde hair all right, uh, let me see here. Morning, all. Uh, yeah, this is against the rules. Against the rules, says Bien. Uh, morning, it's a Maine's world. Good morning, Jermaine. I haven't seen you in a while. Mark Nations, happy football Friday, everyone. All my high school teams won our first region game of the year last night, and we tied four first in the region. All right, congratulations to Mark's uh, girls' touch football team. All right, give a round of applause for the, uh, the girls' uh, touch football team right there. All right, that's uh, hey, like to hear that. That means uh, must be all coaching, eh, Mark? Must be all coaching right there. All right, let's get to the, uh, as we always do on the show, we go and uh, feed some ponies. Let's go feed the ponies, and let's hope we don't have a, let's hope we don't have a, uh, a tough pony name to read in race number one. I, I was so, so yesterday, I, I was laughing at that, uh, at that uh, if you go look at yesterday's show, just go look at that first segment, me trying to, uh, was it incredulous or something like that? Anyway, I told my wife, I said, man, I think I made a blooper show here today, and, and I said, I'm going to show you this name. I said, try to say it real quick, and I showed it to her, and she was like, uh, uh, yeah so that's tough <laughs> so yeah so i wasn't the only one so i felt pretty good knowing okay i'm normal all right let's go uh feed some ponies morning crew what's up ron what's on young shard good morning coach we need them pearls we need the ruby oh the pearls yeah let's get the pearls baby hey those are diamonds right there uh, pele Yeah, they're off and running today at Belmont again. Let's go to Belmont. Hey, I'm a sucker for punishment in race number one. Let's see. Hopefully, we got a an easy name. Obscured by clouds. Okay, I can handle that one. I can handle obscured by clouds with uh, Jose Ortiz. I don't know. Did the horse win that I gave out yesterday? I can't remember. Today at Belmont in race number one, it's a forty thousand dollar maiden claiming race. Twelve thirty five post time. It's a uh, one mile on the dirt. And uh, again, one eight obscured by clouds with Jose Ortiz in the saddle. Jose is uh, thirty percent in his last 100 races outlaw country with manny franco in the saddle on outlaw country churro the number six horse churro is seven to two morning line and your joker's wild your uh, value play of the day is the number two horse with uh, winning connection with del davis in the saddle del davis uh, was a frequent where i remember uh, watching del davis was when he was running a lot at uh, tampa bay downs i don't know if he still runs there in the in the winter anyway i'm gonna go with del davis today i'm gonna go with uh, the number two horse winning connection nine to two morning line on uh, winning connection hey let's hope we have a winning connection here today on the number two horse and what you want to do is uh, put 10 to win, 10 to place on the two horse today at Belmont in race number one. And uh, hopefully it uh, wins you a big uh, amount of money. Anyway, what was that horse yesterday? <laughs> hey, I'm just a glutton for punishment. Let's go see what that horse's name was again yesterday. There it is. Influential A-list. <laughs> Influential A-list. influential Influentialist. There you go. Hey, whew. man, I'm, uh, that, was a, that was a nightmare yesterday trying to get that out there. And, and when you're on the show live and you're seeing that name, it's like, uh-oh, hey, uh-oh. Uh oh, uh, do I have an uh oh uh, soundbite? 
I used to have this uh-oh soundbite, but uh, I'll go with this one. Holy cow! Yeah, or as Joe Namus would say yesterday, I was uh, struggling. Yeah, I was struggling to get that name out. All right, so that is your free horse racing uh, tip sheet of the day, and uh, you can get all the picks each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. And today at Belmont at the Big A is uh, races one to nine, and you get all these uh, picks, all these horses, all this information, all for free, just by going to our website. And I wish all the uh, the horsemen and uh, uh, people out there this uh, today on a Friday, October eighth. I hope you guys have a safe trip around the tracks and uh, have a good day of racing hey there's nothing i tell you when in the summer when you go to a track and you're just sitting there you're having your coffee or your beer or whatever you're drinking and you're just watching the ponies a nice news breeze and you're sitting by right by the uh the wire you know sometimes they got those benches you can sit right down by the wire man it's it's a it's a great feeling right it's a great day all right, uh, good morning, Thomas Maggio. Hopefully you're having a good morning. The Ron, big week in the NFL. Yes, it is a big week, and we are gonna we're gonna see if we can get you guys some winners here today. All right, Mark Nations, I had Ravens, but that line really had me feeling Tampa Bay would win at the end. That was a tough game to watch again. Um, I was watching that. I was watching the Buffalo-Montreal game. I was all over the place last night. It's just, um, I, again, I, you know, I said it last week, and I know people are going to shake their heads when I say football. You know, I know football is king when it comes to content and when it comes to the uh, the betting public, but there, there, there comes a point where it's a saturation of football, right? When you, you almost get football overload when you're watching like 150 games on a college football Saturday, and then there's NFL, then you got NBA, you got NHL. It's just a potpourri of everything, right? How the hell's that for a a football word for the day? Potpourri of everything. All right, uh, let's get on to the next segment at hand, and that's the SBI, the Sports Betting Index, and let's go to the uh, the toolbox at uh, atsstats.com. Go to your SBI, and again, if you, um, I want to thank everybody who signed up yesterday using the promo code. ATS25 and uh, if you go to the website and you go to when you sign up put in the promo code ATS25 all one word uppercase ATS25 and uh, you will get 25% off your next uh, membership right here at uh, ATSStats.com in fact let me show you because some people were saying you know it's not working and I'll tell you why it probably didn't work is because you can't put a space you can't put a space between, um, let's say if I get a one-month membership, and you go right here where it says enter your coupon code, ATS25, right there. So if you put in ATS25 and you hit apply, you're going to see this change, and there's your uh, your uh, your discount right there. And it's all for all the uh, the price. Right? If you go for the year, the year should be like uh, $75 to $74 or $74.99 or something like that. There it is. And, uh, yeah, so you, you can get your... Uh, your discount just by using the promo code ATS25 uh, at ATSStats.com. All right, uh, in the NBA yesterday, you can see that 75%. Uh, 3-1 yesterday in the NBA. What a game between the uh, the Brooklyn Nets and the Dallas Mavericks. Um, man, Steve Nash, he's, uh, did you see Steve Nash online leaving the game yesterday? He threw something. He's I think he's getting a little frustrated, right? Um, it's Lakers East. 3-1 and one, uh, straight up yesterday for the favorites. 3-1 and one against the point spread. Remember last year when I kept saying, guys, keep an eye out on the favorites. Because normally, remember last year I said, it just there seems to be this trend. When the favorites win, they cover. And it's almost starting again. Look at this. 3-1, and 3-1. and 8-2, 6-4. 7-2. Okay, 4-5. and five. There's a little bit different right there. But yeah, this uh, couple days here, I just noticed that. So keep an eye out on that. 
in the last three days 68.3 percent of the favorites are winning and they're also covering 61.7 but be very careful we're in a bullish market and you know what uh, that means right what goes up must come down so uh maybe look for an underdog weekend right uh, mr uh, norm peterson it's a doggy dog world sammy and i'm wearing milk bone underwear. underwear all right to all my cheers fans out there hey eh? wasn't cheers great sam mayday malone hey eh? sam mayday malone all right uh, let me see here you got uh, the um the nhl last night in the nhl 50 50 eh? even steven as uh, jerry seinfeld would say five and five six and four to the over eight hey, uh, six and four to the over maybe we're gonna have a little bit of a, a reversal here coming back because uh, this was what 60 something at the uh, beginning of the week for the unders in the nhl well here's our little bit of a reversal no there's a couple unders here the last couple days but we'll see if this is the start of a reversal weekend right and uh, you can see here for the nhl on the season 64.1 percent of the favorites have uh, cashed in so far but only covering 44.7 on the puck line not, uh, that's not too good, right? If I, normally, when I bet puck, uh, puck line, eh? don't want to say that to uh, you, want to be careful when you say that word, eh? <laughs> puck line, eh? Um, yeah, 44.7% and 55.3% for the, uh, the, um, uh, the underdogs. And normally, I'm a dog player when it comes to the puck line. I don't like to use it, you know, with all these empty netters. And, you know, I'm not going to go on a rant, but uh, I'm not too impressed with DJ Smith here last night in Ottawa. It's a, um, was it 3-2 or 4-3 game? Yeah, I think it was 4-3. And he pulls the goalie with two minutes left with with a power play. You're going on the power play. You're going to be five on four. It pulls the goalie. Uh, Shabbat couldn't keep the puck in the net. Next thing you know, empty netter, right? Spilt milk. Eh? There's Ron crying over spilt milk. I need like a baby crying. Eh? When you, hey, stop your crying, Ron. Just get on with the show. All right. Uh, yeah, so congratulations if you did that Minnesota. Hey, Isaiah, your uh, Minnesota Twins or Twins. Your Minnesota Wild looked pretty good last night. Actually, they looked uh, good the last couple of games. Uh, maybe they should play Montreal and Ottawa more often. All right, Timmy Tushu's in the house. Good morning, Timmy. Haha, the over Kings uh, Grizzlies game. The Nature Boys in the house. Good morning, uh, John. <laughs> Montreal for real, coach. Yeah, you know, you're talking about the uh, uh, the Canadians. Uh, they're you know what Buffalo got in too many penalty trouble. But the the Sabers got in too much penalty. And you know um um. Uh, the the goalie Montembeau last night from Montreal stood on his head. He, uh, he got I think uh, Montreal got lucky last night. They got outshot, but uh, the goaltender Samuel Montembeau he uh, he was the difference. Hey, and and you know Buffalo got in too many penalties. Caps crush uh, crush me on the puck uh, line says uh, who's Mizzou four to two and F says three and one on Thursday night football. Oh yeah, there you go. Maybe Bowles has to go. Adrian's was better says Thomas Maggio. Um, yeah, it's hey, you know what though, Thomas? Let's be honest. That whole that whole training camp in Tampa Bay, the Tom Brady saga, um, you know, receivers each and every week. We don't know who's in the lineup. It's it's you know, it's it's like trying to keep the Taj Mahal <laughs> steady there. You know, you know, you built the Taj Mahal, and then oh, there's a there's a leak, and there's another leak, and the next thing you know, you got duct tape over here blocking this, and duct tape over there. That's 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 Todd Bowles right now. He's holding the Taj Mahal with duct tape so it doesn't collapse to to 100 right so uh, yeah it's a tough one it's a tough one but nfl not for long right jerry glanville that's what uh, jerry glanville says all the time all right let's get on to the um the world series of uh, baseball hello again everybody harry carey from rigby field on a beautiful 
beautiful day for baseball. It is a beautiful day for baseball, and it's a game number one of the World Series between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros. Now, the Astros are going to send the old veteran Justin Verlander to the hill tonight against the Phillies. Aaron Nola. It's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to this. You got uh, Nola going into this one as a road underdog at 145. First pitch tonight is at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern at Minute Maid Park. Minus 165 is the line here on the strolls with uh, Verlander on the bump. And uh, let me see here. Six and a half is the total. And according to the forecast, we do have a 70.3% chance of winning here for uh, Houston, who are um, coming in this game on a nine-game win streak. But again, when it comes to analytics, you know my thing is in, in baseball, right? In playoffs, it doesn't matter if it's baseball, hockey, NBA, football. When it comes to playoff sports, when you're handicapping, this is where you really beer pizza money, right? Beer and pizza money, unless um, you know, you're know you betting, say, futures. If you're going to bet the futures here, here's my futures pick on this game. When I look at the series between the Astros and the Phillies, any anytime I look at playoff sports, the first thing I say to myself is, okay, how did this, these teams get here? How did they get here? Did they come here on a, on a silver platter? Did they come here through the sewers? Remember John Madden saying when he used to say all the time, to get to the championship, you got to walk through the sewers. And did uh, who walked through the sewers to get to the World Series here today? I look at uh, Philadelphia. They had to get through last year's uh, World Series champion, as Ric Flair would say. You be the man. <laughs> you you gotta, gotta beat be the man. The man. And they did. They beat him in uh, what was it four uh, three uh, four games. They uh, when they played the the Braves, they uh, won the first game seven six. They lost three nothing nine one and eight to three. And then they they played the Padres right. Uh, they played uh, the, in game one. It was Zach Wheeler against Hugh Darvish two nothing. And then it was eight five for Blake Snell over Aaron Nola. And then um, Ranger Suarez came in four to two. And then it was a ten six. And then a, a 4-3 victory, right? So you can see the Phillies had to get through Atlanta and San Diego, where if you look at Houston's path, you know, Seattle, good team. Not going to take any weight uh, from that, but it's, it's not the Braves, right? So it's not the Braves. And when you look at uh, who they, uh, the uh, the Phillies, uh, sorry, the Mariners, 8-7, to seven, they won by one, 4-2, to two, won by two, one nothing. They won by one. And then the Yankees. The Yankees, you know, since August, the Yankees were not the same Yankees that you saw in April to August. Let's be honest. They just weren't the same Yankees, right? Four to two, three to two, five nothing, and then six to five. And going into a World Series game number one, the whole world's going to be on Houston. I'm going Phillies. I'm taking the Philadelphia Phillies at plus 165 to win the World Series. I think this is going to be a uh, six-game series. I think uh, the Phillies will win this one. And uh, I'm going to take the the Phillies tonight plus 145 against uh, the Houston Astros and I'm going to ride the uh, the old momentum and you know the, the attitude the swagger that the Phillies have right now there's something in Philly right now you look at the, the the Flyers you look at the Eagles you look at the Phillies it's just amazing when you when you look back at history when when one team is is coming off a championship it's as if the other teams in the, in the city they, there's an energy that they they cling on to it right and uh, there's a lot of teams have done that I'm going Philadelphia Phillies to win the World Series and game number one. Let me know what you think. If you guys are on the same uh, path here, it's um, you know it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but I do like I do like the the Phillies to win game number one. All right, let's take a look at the NBA and NHL. Then I'll get right into NFL Week number eight of the National Football League. Let's go to uh, let's do um, let's do NHL first, and then I'll get uh, hop on to the uh, NBA. All right. 
So let's take a look at the uh, Anaheim Ducks taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. Man, Cassidy's got these guys rolling, right? Why did Boston let go of Cassidy? You know, the, the one thing in pro sports, when when you see these coaches, you know, the good coaches leave, it's because the, 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 the ownership, the management feels that they've lost the room, right? I, I don't know about that. I don't know why they would let go of Bruce Cassidy, uh, former Ottawa 67 guy back in the day here in Ottawa. Great uh Great hockey player, um, yeah. So I like uh, I like Vegas here tonight. It says uh, three point three to two point seven, fifty nine percent chance of winning, uh, six point zero seven. Now the Ducks, ooh boy, hey, Anaheim Ducks struggling. Uh, the old Joel Namath uh, soundbite right there. Ducks, uh, Ducks. They just made a new name there. The Anaheim Ducks. The uh, Anaheim Ducks off a four two loss to the uh, Lightning last game. Islanders off that emotional win over the Rangers. Are they going to be able to uh, go back to back against a tough Carolina team who's always tough? at home four and two in a year coming off a uh, a big road trip out west and uh, we'll see they've been off three days so they're going to be rare to go here tonight i do like carolina at 56.8 percent colorado taking on the new jersey devils hey the devils four and three on the season taking on the abs at home off that big 6-2 win over the uh, red wings that was a uh, a little bit not wouldn't say a huge shocker but uh i didn't expect a, a six uh a six spot right there against uh, the uh, you know a pretty good detroit team and colorado coming off that shootout win over the rangers three to two after a little bit of a slow start for the abs but four and three on the year and uh, the abs have a 67 percent chance of winning tonight boston hey boston right now a big win last night against that same detroit team Detroit 11 goals against in the last two games. I don't know what uh, Stevie Y is gonna have to do something right there. Get these guys going, eh? Our futures ticket. Come on, Stevie. We got a futures ticket on you guys. And uh Boston coming in on a four-game win streak while Columbus off a 6-3 loss to Arizona on two days rest. And I do like the bees here today. I just wish they didn't play last night. And uh 58% chance of winning tonight against uh, the Blue Jackets. Pittsburgh taking on the Vancouver Canucks. This is gonna be tough betting the Penguins all year. They're you know, the first thing you think of is like wow they're, they're getting old right you think of uh, Crosby Malkin and uh, Latang. it's just they, they seem to be getting like a bit a bit long in the tooth as they say right um, 4-1 loss to Calgary going to Vancouver and Vancouver boy struggling yeah, but they finally got that first win hey they they, uh, they got that first win against Seattle 5-4 to last night and 1-7 uh, and seven to start the year I do have a 52% chance of winning here on the Penguins 655 is the total uh, so we do like it to go over the total tonight in Vancouver and Winnipeg taking on the Arizona Coyotes in the Mullet Arena. Did you guys see that where they're playing hockey? It's um, I was watching the uh, Sportsnet last night and they had uh, Jamal Myers there, and they were showing the um, the the the, uh, the dressing room and and the, it just looked bush league, like it looked like a rinky dink. Eh? And they asked Jamal, they said, if you were a player and you walked into that, what would be your first reaction? First thing he said, he goes, "Why did I get sent down?" <laughs> that was such a good line. He goes, I would feel like I got sent down to the minors, eh? Come on, Arizona. Come on, Gary Bettman. This is the National Hockey League. We need big league operation here. Don't go, don't, uh, it's 2022. Why are we, we doing this, right? This, uh, Arizona, get your, uh, get your work together. All right, uh, Winnipeg, 67.3% chance of winning, 353 for the, uh, the Yotes. And, uh, we do like, uh, Winnipeg to win this one, 3.7. 
um, 67.3% chance. It'll be interesting to see what kind of crowd shows. I think this is a college arena. So, <laughs> hey, the student body might be in Arizona here tonight. Excellent point, Mark Nations. Funny thing, if uh, DH doesn't come to NL this year, Bryce Harper isn't playing with Philly's whole second half or playoffs and probably don't make the playoffs, says Mark Nation. Justin has a tendency to hit a bit rusty after a long period. Hey, you know what? Um, the last start, you know, a couple of starts, there's, um, you know, Verlander has not looked like, you know, obviously he's what, 40 something now. Uh, he's not going to be the same uh, Verlander as you got in your twenties and thirties. Still a wily vet though. He's still a wily vet. And, and, you know, when you get a little bit older and the velocity is not there on the, on the, on the fastball, it's location, 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 right? It's like marketing. Um, Justin. Okay. I like the coyotes arena and their ploy to get home wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, like, uh, back in the day when Scotty Bowman was in Detroit, and the visiting teams used to go uh, play in the at the uh, Joe Louis Arena. Scotty would have the, um, uh, the the maintenance crew paint the rooms the day before of a game or the day of morning of a game. So you know, like a, a nice shiny gray, eh? Nothing like walking in the dressing room. There's a nice shiny gray with oil painting smell, and the visitors are coming in, going, "What the? <laughs> Why are they painting the rooms when we're here?" Right? Yeah, old Scotty Bowman. He had some good ones uh, to get into the heads of the opponents. All right, that's your NHL right there. Let's go to the NBA, the National Basketball Association. And uh, we'll see. We've got a lot of good games on top here tonight. And let me click on this. And uh, let's get to the um, the NBA forecast for today. All right, you got Atlanta taking on Detroit. And don't forget, guys, if you're going to make picks on the uh, basketball, get your picks monitored at bballpicks.com. Let's get some people in here. Let's get... Um, Let's get a consensus going, and uh, let's get uh, your picks monitored at bballpicks.com. Atlanta, six-point road favorite against uh, Detroit. Hey, Detroit. Struggling. One and four in a year, and uh, two and three against the point spread, four and one to the over. I did have the Atlanta Hawks at minus three tonight, and you can see here they're minus six, so overvalued, a bullish, and uh, three and one so far in the year for the Hawks, and I got a 116-113 win for uh, Atlanta right there with my uh, value edge. And 230.1 is what I have as a total. So we do like it to go over the total. Charlotte taking on the Orlando Magic. The, uh, Charlotte, a three-point favorite. Adam Liston basically has minus uh, 0.83. So you round that up. That's uh, minus one. So a little bit overvalued tonight against the uh, Orlando Magic, who are 0-5 on the year. Struggling. All the home teams struggling right out of the gate here. Minus three is the line. 110 to 108 I have here for Charlotte. And uh, we'll see if uh, this comes into play. Orlando, um, the NBA has been really tough at the beginning, right? I had one pick last night in the um, beer and pizza section. I had Memphis money line, so hopefully uh, we got straight cash, homie. Yeah, we got that straight cash last night. Thank you, uh, John Morant and company. And uh, looking at the uh, total, 219.5. So we do like this one to go under the total. And, uh, wow, Orlando is struggling. Cleveland taking on the Boston Celtics. This is going to be a good one here tonight at the Gardens, eh, as they would say in Boston. And uh, minus 5.5 is the line. 219 is the total. And we do have a 111-106 victory for Boston. 218 is the total. And the, uh, we have 218.5. 36 but the line total is at 219 so we got it a hair under the total and when you look at boston so far this year they are three and one on the season two and two when it comes to the point spread and to the over under while cleveland is uh, three and one straight up and against the point spread two and two and i had cleveland uh, value tonight at minus 12.5 so good value on the cavaliers and i had boston at minus 3.6 so both these teams here tonight 
actually the value is on the Cavaliers, but there's also a value here on Boston. Um, the plus two. Uh, I had him at minus three point six. Are so you getting five and a half? Maybe if you like Boston, maybe money line. If you like Cleveland, take that Geico insurance. Hey, like Ross says yesterday, you don't want to go to that Geico insurance too much. That means you're getting a lot of accidents. Um, minus five is the line. Two thirty is the total. We got the Wizards beating the uh, Pacers one twenty to one fourteen, and the uh, Wizards on the year three and one straight up, and against the no two one and one against the point spread, one and three to the under. I did have Washington. Look at that at minus five. So on my line value, and if we go back to the rain report and we look at the uh, the fundamentals of the uh, rain report, what do I always talk about? The uh, the number three uh, the one two three rules right ABC. Hey, what's the uh, the ABCs of me baby right here? He's an ABC. Yeah, value, percentage play, and performance cycles. And you can see here, I do have value, uh, fair market value tonight on the uh, Washington Wizards. And for the Pacers, I had them listed at uh, plus seven. So undervalued here tonight. So they didn't meet the uh, the plus seven. So be careful if you do like the Pacers. I got a 120-114 victory, but uh, you got an A bullish team, right? That's the the top of the, uh, the, uh, the chain uh, command right there, A bullish. Of the uh, yeah, C bearish team right here for the uh, you, you can't get higher than A bullish and you can't get lower than C bearish, right? So you're looking at that, and the truth lies right there in the middle. Philadelphia playing the uh, second game in a back to back game with the Raptors. Now, the Raptors took game number one two nights ago, 119 to 109. That game was on Wednesday. And uh, we got the line here again at minus one and a half, two thirteen and a half. Now I think that line was Philly minus one and a half, wasn't it the other night? I can't remember. But uh, yeah, one hundred eight to one hundred seven is we have as the final, and uh, we got the total landing on two sixteen point forty four. So we do like it to go over the total tonight. I had the Raptors at minus three point four two on the uh, value index, but I also had the uh, the the seventy six was at plus four. So again, if you like Toronto, uh, a little bit undervalued, but uh, should be a good game tonight in toronto and uh you know what raptors took game one maybe uh sixers take game number two here the new york knicks taking on the milwaukee bucks the bucks a three and zero on the season while new york is three and one coming off a 134 131 win against the uh charlotte hornets while uh, milwaukee took care of business a little bit of tcb hey, a little backman turner overdrive right there for my uh bto friends out there who like the uh, the old uh, rock and roll music uh they beat brooklyn 110 and 99 Three straight up wins, three ATS wins, and three unders for the Bucks. While the uh, New York uh, Knicks are on a three game win streak, three and one against the point spread. And uh, the value index here, I had at minus 5.17. And you can see here, we're getting close to fair market value. I had the Bucks at minus 8.75. And I got the total landing on 220.62. All right, the, uh, the Lakers. <laughs> hey, Lakers, where's Joe Namath? Struggling. Yeah, the. the the Lakers and the uh, you know you know who needs to play right now is the Lakers and the and the uh, the uh, the Nets. Wouldn't that be? I think the, co- misery loves company, and they need and those two need each other right now. Lakers taking on the T Wolves. Minnesota an eight point favorite. Two twenty eight is the total, and we do have uh, Minnesota winning this one. One seventeen to one eleven. The over under at two twenty nine point two. So we do like this one to uh, go a little bit over the total. Fifty nine percent chance of winning for uh, Minnesota straight up here tonight, compared to only twenty two percent for. Uh, uh, the Lakers. 
Chicago taking on the San Antonio Spurs. Now the Spurs off that loss to Minnesota the other night while Chicago took care of business against the Pacers. And uh, the Bulls coming into this one as a five-point favorite. The over-under is listed here at 229.5. We do like uh, the Chicago Bulls in this one. 118-109. to 229 is the total. An 81.8% chance of winning for Chicago who are now riding a two-game win streak. Denver taking on the Utah Jazz. And um, looking at the line in this one, minus eight and a half. And the, uh, the the Denver Nuggets coming off a 110-99 win over the Lakers. I don't know how much uh, credibility you can put in that win, but uh, win's a win. Hey, win's a win. Um, you you play to win the game, right, Herm? Where's uh? Hello. You play to win the game. Yeah, and they won the game 110-99. All right, uh, Utah coming off a 109-10 win uh, victory over Houston. Utah, don't look now, 4-1 uh, on the year, 4-1 straight up against the point spread, 3-2 to the over. I did have uh, the Jazz as minus 7.4 as a value index, and I had Denver. Even though Denver is 3-2 in the year, I got him in the plus in the value index tonight. So if you want to talk about overvalued, there it is right there. Um, you know, but the, see... This is where you got to think like a bookmaker and say, okay, why is Denver so so much higher? Like this line, let's be honest, it should be in like maybe the three, right? Maybe three, three and a half. You got to when you, don't even look at the logos. Hey, if I told you you got a four and one team against a three and two team, and the line was minus eight and a half, you'd probably scratch your head, right? Sometimes you got to look at it that way. Houston taking on Portland, the uh, Trailblazers, a five-point favorite here tonight. Two twenty-five and a half is the total. I do have uh, Portland winning this one. Now it looks like uh, Lillard will be out for a couple of games, um, the hamstring or a calf or something like that. So yeah, lower body, as they would say in hockey, a lower body injury. Hey, come on, just it, we'll, just say the injury. It's it's you know it's not it's not like football where players are going to attack that injury. Hey, if if uh, if Damian Lillard has a calf injury you think lebron james is gonna cut block him on the floor or something like that like you know lower body same thing in the ice i don't know i don't get these guys it's all top secret when it comes to injuries minus five is the line 66.6 percent chance of winning here tonight for portland compared to houston who's got a 48.7 percent chance of winning houston we have a problem hey i will not tolerate um players that think it's about them when it's about the team. Yeah. Can't tolerate. Or, you know what? I think even this is a, is a better soundbite for Houston. How about our offense? <laughs> when are we going to get it together? When are we going to put it together? Yeah, we need to get that offense together. One and four, not going to cut it, right? Portland, four and one off a, uh, a loss, though, to Miami, 119-98. Uh, but they were playing a couple of high-profile teams. You know, they had the Lakers, and they had another victory there. Uh, I forget who it was, but uh, maybe a little bit of a letdown in Miami. They were they needed that win, uh, or they would have had the, probably their worst start in a couple of years, right? So I do have uh, Portland winning tonight by four. The total landing on two twenty-five point eight, and the uh, Pelicans taking on the Phoenix Suns. I got the Suns at six and a half. My value edge though has them at eleven and a half, so way undervalued tonight. That kind of makes me a little bit concerned when you look at a three and one team against another three and one team and the last four games for the Pels have gone over the total and uh, it's gonna be a great one I got a 118-113 victory for the Phoenix Suns 231.9 is the total so we do like it to go over the total tonight in the desert a hey, not near the mullet arena where the Arizona Coyotes are gonna play but 56.2% uh, chance of winning compared to 37.1 and uh, as Jamal Mayer says I feel like I got sent down he said that was such a good line hey it feels like 
think I got sent down to tonight if you play for Arizona. All right, uh, so that is the NBA for a, uh, a football Friday. But uh, yesterday, I know we had Ross yesterday. We didn't do NHL, NBA. I said, all right, I've got to make it up today before I get into a football-friendly Friday. All right, let's get into some football. Hey. Yeah, we're getting right there, Coach. We're going right to the uh, NFL rain report, and uh, we're gonna use the uh, we're gonna use the full report here today on the uh, rain report. Hey, eh? how many times are we gonna say rain report in one sentence? Right there, excellent point, says Mark Nations. Timmy Two Shoes, uh, Vilmica likes to get those wins against the Jets. Bucks all day for Thomas Maggio. Uh, Suns to my only play in the NBA. Yeah, let me know what you guys like tonight. What's your top NBA play tonight in the National Basketball Association? Let me know what your top play and what your top play is in hockey. And if you're going to play the World Series game number one, let me know who you're uh, playing here tonight. All right, let's get some uh, let's get some engagement going here. And also, if you like the show, don't forget hit that like button. Hey, I hate begging for likes. It means uh, it means <laughs> it means uh, I'm begging for the show to be. You really like me. You really really like me. But uh, if you do like the show, um, please hit that like button and uh, subscribe to our channel. So this way you can join us each and every day, Monday to Friday, 10:30 Eastern, right here on the Raymond Report. And I'll play the intro for you. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, put that jingle in your head all day. All right, Denver Broncos taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now the uh, the Jags. This game will be played in London, England. And last I look, I think uh, Russ was still doing uh, calisthenics down the aisles of the plane. And well, what what's up with that, right? What's up with uh, doing doing stretching in the plane? I get you know get up and all that, but yeah. All right, uh, minus two and a half for Jacksonville. Thirty nine half is the total. And looking at Jacksonville last five, one and four straight up. And one and four against the point spread. Same thing for Denver. Man, Hackett's on the hot seat. Talk about a coach on a hot seat. It's that one right there, right? Nathaniel Hackett. And again, some some guys are just meant to be good coordinators. And you know, like Josh McDaniels, he's he's still the 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 jury's still out on Josh McDaniels, the head coach, right? Um, you know, see see the tie in there. The former coach of the uh, Denver Broncos, Josh McDaniels. Hey, always got to tie it in somehow. Denver coming in on a four-game lose streak, and like I said, between the uh, the Lakers and the Nets, hey, misery loves company, and these two teams are going to meet in London, England. Hey, Jolly-o. and uh, we'll see what happens this weekend. Denver two and five on the year. Same thing with Jacksonville after a pretty good start, right? When you remember Jacksonville, you know, coming off uh, a big win over the Colts, and then the big win over the Chargers, and then from then on. Um, struggling. Yeah, they've been struggling. But looking at the um, the value index here on this game, I had Jacksonville minus two right there with the bookmaker. 75% chance of winning, uh, 86% chance of covering. If uh, basically the way I see this game play out, whoever wins this game probably wins straight up and against the point spread. I'm going to go, I'm going to look at the the, the, uh, the coaching matchup in this one, and I'm going to go with Peterson over uh, Nathaniel Hackett in this one. I'm going to go with Jacksonville, and let's see if it uh, cashes us a ticket. In the last 10 head-to-head meetings, Jacksonville is 6-4 and four straight up against the Broncos. All right, that's an interesting stat right there. Stat of the day. Uh, let me see what you... I love the Lakers tonight. I know they're sorry, but I love them tonight. Hey? <laughs> hey, it's tough, hey. Eh? When you love a team and they're your team and they just and they're they're struggling. Raymond, what's up, bro? Says Tiger five ten. What's up, Tiger five ten? Thanks for coming back. Hey, just chill, just chill mode here today. Just uh, grab a uh, cup of coffee, enjoy the company, and uh, give us your top pick there, uh, Tigers five ten. 
Hey, young tiger right there. All right, Washington taking on the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Now the Colts, a minus two and a half, 39 and a half is the total. And uh, looking at this game, we've got a 21-17 victory here for the uh, the Colts. We're going to go with uh, Sam Ellinger, the uh, the back, well, the uh, the former Texas uh, Longhorns quarterback, right? So let me go get uh, my uh, my depth sheets here. And, yeah, so it looks like it's going to be Ellinger tonight or this Sunday for the uh, the Colts against uh, the Commanders. And uh, let me get uh, some more details on this game right here. Just uh, bear with me. Um, all right, so it looks like Heineke is going to be starting for Washington. And I'm um, looking at uh, Johan Dotson, former Penn State Nittany Lion. It was a great uh, Nittany Lion when in his uh, when he played at Penn State. And you got Logan Thompson, questionable. So Dotson Thomas, questionable for this uh, Sunday against the Colts. And this is um, you know what Frank Wright made the uh, the call. Hey, you made the call. You got to live with it. Now who made the call? Was it ownership? Hey, did that call uh, come from the penthouse or the outhouse? Right. But uh, we'll see. I got a Colts victory, 21-17. Value index, I do have the um, both teams in the plus. So overvalued against uh, undervalued right here when you look at the value index. Chances of winning, 55% chance of winning here on the Colts. And I do have a 21-17 victory. And when you look at the last 10 head-to-head -head meetings, 6-4 and four Indianapolis straight up, 5-4-1 against the point spread. But look at this right here, 8 and 2 to the over Washington's next game, Tennessee, a little bit of a look ahead game. And then you got uh, Washington commanders at Denver in their next contest. So that's uh, last time these two teams met was only 2018. So it's been a couple years ago and it was a 21, nine victory at Washington. All right, let's get to your next uh, game on board. The G men, eh? the New York football giants. You are what your record says you are. And right now uh, you are six and one. So, uh, Congrats if you are a Giants fan like my my friend the, the big ragu and uh, Seattle four and three and the, the the one thing with Seattle is and I and we've been saying this since the beginning of the year uh, when you look at Geno Smith it's the completion record right Geno's a pretty uh, pretty accurate quarterback in fact when you look at his record and they're calling for a chance of rain in Seattle this uh, Sunday and so far let me see what his completion record yeah seventy three percent. That's that's phenomenal. When you think about that, and you know, I'm a quarterback coach, and I, I coach quarterbacks. When you got a 73.5 uh, percent completion record, that is phenomenal. In the at the highest level of sports of, of football, you're playing, you're completing 73 percent in the best league in the world. You can't take that away from them, right? You just can't take that away from them. 25-19 for um, uh, Seattle. And now with the uh, the Giants coming in. Now, they played last week against Jacksonville on the road. But, you know, me and Ross talked about this game last week. Every win the Giants have has been one possession wins. 21-20, one point. Three point against the Panthers. Um, a seven-point win against the Cowboys. Here's that eight-point win. And now, obviously, you know, it's a touchdown, but you need to go for two. They did, so that's a one possession. 27-22 against the uh, the Packers. Big win at Lambeau. Ravens, 24-20. That's eight. Still the Ravens. And uh, the Jaguars, 23-17. Like, you're beating good quarterbacks here. You're beating some good football teams for the Giants. And Dables, to me, is the master of halftime adjustments, making the right adjustments. This, to, in my perspective, it, 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 there's, there's a, a common 
combination of great coaching and then you know you're getting the 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 uh, the lucky bounces maybe you can say but you're playing good football right now and you're playing mistake-free football if you're the giants i don't know if you want to be known as that team like you're, you're playing mistake-free football but for the seattle seahawks looking at their season um who really thought seattle would be a winning team after week seven right four and three they are six and four in the last 10 against uh, the giants Giants two and five in this building straight up. I'm going Seattle in this one. I'm going to take Seattle um, minus three and a half, but I'm going to play the money line. I'll take Seattle money line. Um, I don't know. I don't even want to say it's an upset. How can you call it an upset when two teams have a winning record, right? So I'm taking Seattle over the the Giants this weekend. All right, I enjoying seeing the jubilant Pete Carroll. Yeah, Pete Carroll, great hair. Hey, <laughs> hey, I look at sometimes I look at the uh, the uh, I look at the game and I go, man, this hair is phenomenal. He's got great hair. Hey, not that I'm jealous or anything like that. I got hair too, but it's just I look at a guy. He's 70 some years old. He's got great hair. I don't know, just a weird weird tidbit, I guess. But uh, yeah, Pete Carroll, he. he loves the game then the thing is is the do the players still you know the, the players still must love him because he's still around right he's still coaching and uh, you know it's he's that the energy he brings he's got that uh, that that boyish energy type thing but i don't know if that works in the nfl right but we do like it no one sees a piece of <laughs> no one chews yeah no one chews a piece of gum like who the boss is like a good old pete carroll right yeah pete carroll can tear a strip on that gum right <laughs> good observation there for uh f for fantastic yeah i'd like to see seattle win the nfc west says f seattle Seattle will win, says Thomas Amagio. I believe I, I agree with you. I love this show. I have to watch this before I put on my bet slip. Hey, right on Tigers 510. Well, we love you watching. Brent Vienni, I'm a Lakers fan. How can we win uh, w- when we have no good three-point shooters? Yeah. No, Lakers, hey, Lakers a mess, hey? Lakers a mess. Um How about our offense? <laughs> it's the best when thing. When are we do. gonna put it together? <laughs> When are we going to put it together? All right, let's put this game together now. Let's talk about the Chicago Bears, eh? Uh, the Bears over the uh, the Patriots. The Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Yeah. If you want to crown her ass, <laughs> crown her ass, right? Uh, now, if you want to crown them, then crown her ass. Yeah, Chicago Bears taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Now, this line seems a little high to me. I had minus 4.17 on my value index. But, again, it's America's team, right? And uh, Dallas is, uh, let me see, on the season 5-2 and two against a 3-4 and four Bears team. See, this is what I'm talking about. Right? When you got a winning team against a losing team. But the Chicago Bears, they uh, they battled hard in uh, Foxborough this Monday night. Short week, short practice. And anytime you play a Monday night football game on the road, and now you got to go back home. You know, you're you're it's you know you're back home Tuesday. You're probably off uh, the the Tuesday. You're, you know, you're slowly getting back into Wednesday, and then it's it's a short week for the Bears, right? Where the Dallas Cowboys they're coming off a uh, 24-6 home win against the uh, the Lions, and that was uh, last weekend. So you can see right here, uh, both teams playing on six and five days rest. Uh, Dallas, their next game against Minnesota. So a bit of a look ahead, maybe, perhaps. It's not, again, whenever you do letdown factors, look ahead factors, it's not the same in the pros that it is in college football, right? College football, NFL football, apples and oranges, but it still matters. It still matters because, you know, but it's not like it's, um, you know, uh, the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City 
Chiefs, right? It's still Minnesota, still a good team that with a winning record. And the uh, the Bears, they got the 49ers. I think the 49ers got exposed uh, last weekend in the secondary. Uh, number seven for the Bears, uh, the 49ers, number 31. Hey, I don't know names, but I know numbers. And I, if I'm sitting there, I'm saying I'm a coordinator. Just to keep keep throwing. Seven and thirty-one couldn't cover anything. Hey, like Bart Scott would say, couldn't cover a nosebleed. It was that was awful. But uh, the Bears four and one straight up and against the point spread. Now the thing is, the betting public think about this. Hey, I'll use a uh, a Ross Benjamin uh, uh, analogy here. Think like a bookmaker. Everybody's going to be thinking, okay, oh, you know, the, the the Cowboys coming off a big win over uh, you know the Lions at home. They they smoked them. And then the Bears winning on you know on Monday against uh, the the Patriots. Bill Belichick right didn't beat the Patriots. Bill be, they beat Bill Belichick. Hey, let's be honest. Hey, you beat Bill Belichick. But uh, you know the, the people. What, what's the the, the market psychology going to be in this one? Look at the line minus nine and a half. You don't think the bookmaker knows that? So they know the betting public's going to be on Dallas, right? But at the end of the day, there is perception versus reality, and there's a game to be played on the field. And when when you when I talk about the, you know handicapping football and I talk about handicapping sports, you got to take a little bit of the market psychology, but then you got to really reel it in and think about situational handicapping, player valuation. You got to think about the, uh, the the numbers. It's my numbers against the bookmakers number. I had the twenty six seventeen. Look how close my uh, forecast is twenty six seventeen, which you know I think it's it, it sounds pretty good, right? One thing I would recommend. It, they don't lay nine and a half point. If you're gonna bet this one, you either take the points with the Bears. Maybe uh, like Ross would do and recommends you, you buy a half point. Try to get on an even number, right? Try to get on an even number so you don't get hooked or anything like that. So this way, at least you get a push. So if the if the the Cowboys win by ten, and let's take a look at uh, the last couple of games for the Chicago Bears. Thirty three to fourteen victory against uh, the Patriots. So you know what competitive right and the one thing is when i when i'm when i'm gonna support a team on the money i gotta see if they if, they, if they're competitive are they in the games you know do they do you have the, these blowout games like you don't want it's really tough to to support teams like that, that you know blow get blown out every other game right 22 10 that's a blowout right there uh, but they, you know the Cowboys blew it. But let me look at the uh, the Bears. 33-14, 12 to seven defensive matchup. All right, defensive matchup. 22-29 against a pretty good uh, Vikings team. I don't know. I, I just can't remember if that was garbage points at the end. I got to take a look at that. 20 to 12 against the Giants. 23-20 against the Texans. 27 to 10 against the Packers. Uh, week number two. That was really the only clunker they had all year, right? And then you got 19-10. But it is Dallas. Uh, Dallas uh, looking pretty good. Last, uh, let me see. They lost against the Eagles. They beat the Rams in LA. The Rams are not the same team. They, uh, they beat the Commanders. They uh, lost to the Giants. They beat the, the Bengals team. Right? The Bengals team struggled out of the gate. And then the Buccaneers 19. So a lot of inconsistency, right? A lot of inconsistency. When I look at these scores of the Dallas Cowboys losing to the Bucks. Beating the Bengals. Okay, well, which team are we now? Are we the team that you know lost to the Bucks, or are we the team that beat the Bengals? And then you got the Giants, the Commanders. Very inconsistent play. And you look at the last time these two teams met was 2021, December 26, a 56-14 victory. Wow, that's that's a that's an ass whooping right there. That is a whooping right there. Um, four and five. So Chicago when they travel to Big D, four and five straight up and against the point spread. And 80% of the last 10 head-to-head meetings between the Cowboys and the Bears, 80% of the games I've gone over the total. Um, to me, if I, if I touch this game, I take the Bears. I, I buy the hook. I'll take the plus 10. 
or um, I have it landing on 44.5. Does this one here go over the total? But here's the other rule of thumb, right? When in doubt, get out. And I don't, I don't, right now I'm out, but I don't know where I would lean on this game. I just, I, it's, uh, it's the inconsistency of the Cowboys play that really uh, scares me just a bit. All right, the Eagles taking on the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, a eh, the Battle of Pennsylvania right here, and uh, this would be a good, uh, this would be a good matchup, right? Uh, you got the uh, the Steelers taking on the Eagles minus ten and a half, forty three and a half is the total. And uh, looking at um, the forecast, twenty six to thirteen. When was the last time these two teams met? Last time these two teams met was twenty twenty, November eleventh. Yeah, obviously, Big Ben was there. Thirty eight twenty nine. And uh, looking at the, uh, let's take a look at the analytics. I got a 26-13. I got a 40.08. And I do, I thought I had a good number on the Steelers on the road uh, to the under. Let me go look at my, um, let me go to my database. I, I remember Ross telling me this last year. Steelers unders on the road. Uh, it, it's it's such a good, um, it, let me see here. NFL. Let's go Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Steelers. Let's do last um, 15 on the road. And let's see what the uh, the old record says here. Oh, 7 and 8. Okay. For some reason, I thought the, Steel, uh, the Steelers... Let me see how they are as a road underdog. Steelers as a road dog. On the road, last 15. Yeah, 7 and 8, 4 and 11. Okay, for some reason, I thought uh, there was a stat pointing more towards the under. Let me take a look at my uh, situational hand. Yeah, look at all this here. So, um, all right. So, what you're looking at right now in the rain report, if you go and you scroll down, right? So, when you get to the uh, the rain report, oh, my frozen here. Uh-oh. There we go. Okay, we're back. Uh, when you scroll right down to the bottom, you're going to see all the situational handicapping. Now these uh, this column here is last uh, the the last three seasons, and this is the team record and this is the league record. Now you're asking yourself, what's the difference between the team record and the league record? So this um, for this part right here, anytime the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers last three seasons are on the road against a non-division team, six and seven against the point spread, and this is the last three years of all the teams in the NFL. 216 194 and 6 and when you look at down here um i saw yeah right here look at this this year in the nfl the last three years um any team that's coming off a six point loss and they're on the road the over is 13 and 6 so any nfl team the last three years coming off a six point loss like the steelers 13 and 6 to the over so that's where this over come but look at the Steelers a lot of unders coming off a loss 4 and 6 the last 3 years coming off a loss as a road underdog since 1983 8 and 18 to the under and look at the Phillies right here look at all the unders wow a lot of unders for the Phillies as well um this will be interesting. This will be an interesting matchup here uh, on Sunday. But uh, you know what? Philadelphia, the, to me, I think Philly's the team to beat in the uh, NFC. I, I, you know, When you look at the AFC, you, you, know, you think of the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals. Uh, when I think of the NFC, uh, really, it's, uh, you know, the, the Eagles is the only team that I, that I think that um, is probably going to be the one that comes out of it. Now, when you look at the, uh, wow, look at the Steelers. They've never won. Wow, look at this. Hey, where's my uh, Harry Carey right here? The Pittsburgh Steelers have only been to Philadelphia four times, 0-4 straight up and against the point spread. Is that real? Let me see this. Let me go to my database. That's, uh, man, that, that's a, a stat that's hard to believe. I can't believe they've only been in Philadelphia four times. So Pittsburgh Steelers on the road in Philadelphia. Where's Philly? Right there. 
Let me do uh, last uh, 10 games. No, nope, 0-4. Look at that. Wow. Hey, did you guys know that? I didn't know that. That's uh, that's a pretty uh, <laughs> that's a pretty uh, telling stat right there. 0-4 straight up, 0-4 against the point spread. And uh, wow, that's, yeah, 26-13. to 13. And when you look at the uh, starting quarterbacks going into this game here, you got Jalen Hurts for... Um, the the Eagles and you got uh, you got Kenny Pickett for the um, the Steelers. Yeah, you know what? I don't see any injuries of, um, of no. Yeah, this is interesting. Yeah, if Bears win, boy, their season is looking bright. Dallas to win against Bears on a short week. I agree with Thomas and Tigers. Zeke Elliott is out. Yeah, no Zeke. That's a good point, Thomas. Giants are due for a loss. I agree, hundred percent. Seahawks due for a loss. Says Tiger five ten. Uh, Seahawks need to come back to life. You know what? They they've been all right though. Seattle's been all right. I do. Uh, I like the Eagles here. I do like the Eagles, and I would. Uh, the Kogos at sixty four percent. Kogo stands for chance of game going over the total. Kogo's a bit high. I like to keep it between the, uh, um, you know, the the, the 45, 55 range uh, to if you're going to bet the total. But look at that, 89.09% chance of winning. All right, let's get to your next one here, uh, the Bills and the Packers. And uh, let's take a look at Buffalo taking on the uh, Green Bay Packers. How are we doing on time here? Uh, 59 minutes. All right, we're getting close to the end here. 32-16 for Buffalo. 88% chance of winning against 11.14 um, Green Bay. Now, this is your Sunday night game of the week. Uh, so this will be the... Uh, the late game on Sunday. Uh, and remember, don't be chasing, right? If you're having a bad Sunday, don't think this is the game that's going to bail you out. 11.5 is the line here for uh, the Buffalo Bills. 16.4 for the Packers. And when you look at the... Um, when you look at the last 10 head-to-head meetings, oh, look at this. Man, this is uh, interesting too. Green Bay has only been five times to uh, Orchard Park, eh? As they, I don't know if it's still called Orchard Park. It used to be called Rich Hill Stadium, right? Was it Rich Hill, but now it's like New Era Park or something like that. Uh, do you see the new, uh, just not to get off this game, but do you see the new uh, renderings for the stadium? Why wouldn't they put a roof? It's Buffalo, New York. Hey, and uh, I, to me, it's on purpose. They they say, you know what? It's Buffalo. We got to keep it cold, right? If you're going to Buffalo and you're going to play the Bills, they don't they don't want the opponents from Miami to to be nice and comfortable, right? Or, or teams from down south, they they want to be freezing in January, February. Yeah, put a roof on the thing. Zero and five straight up. Zero and five against the point spread. Wow, the Packers have never won a game at uh, in Buffalo. That's uh. Well, that's a, that's an interesting stat right there. The Bills seven and three in their last ten to head meetings. You know where I stand with this. I think Buffalo uh, kicks the uh, the crap out of them this uh, this Sunday in um, in Buffalo. Look at the line value minus twenty point five. You know Aaron. I love Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. I think he's technically sound. I love all his his mechanics. You know if you watch if you're if you're into quarterbacks and into their mechanics, uh, the way they they uh, they set up, the way they play, their fundamentals. Aaron Rodgers on the quick game. That little side releases he does, it's it's a really an art form. It really is. All right, so those are the games for the NFL. Now, I obviously I can't go through them all because we'll be here till uh, three o'clock. So if you want all the other Rain Report games right here, you can get it at uh, atsstats.com. But what I will do is I'll go to the computer picks and I'll give you the remaining games on the computer selections. So this way we don't run a two-hour show on a football Friday because people watch the game on the weekend and they, they say, you know, try to keep it short. We don't want three-hour uh, shows here on, on the game. And that's true. I, I, I get it. I get it. All right, so let me go back here. 
Um, the Raiders against the Saints. We got uh, the Raiders winning this one. 24-23, the over-under, landing on 48.3. A 50% chance of winning here for the Raiders. Uh, the last four games I've gone over the total. We got 27-19 for Minnesota against the Cardinals. 75% chance of winning here on Minnesota, who's now on a five-game win streak. Detroit, Miami, we got the uh, the Dolphins uh, winning this one, 28-25. But you know what? I like Detroit in this spot. I think Detroit is in a good uh, point spread spot. And even though they're on a four-game losing streak, I like Detroit plus the points this weekend. Uh, the Patriots taking on the New York Jets. Now, Ross gave you his thought. I, I agree with Ross on this one. I do like the Jets. And we got them winning 18.6 to 18.5. So, uh, But 47.3% chance compared to 53.7 for the Patriots. I do like the Jets to win this one. We talked about that. We talked about that. Tennessee taking on Houston. 19 to 19.9 and 19.7. Wow. Interesting uh, forecast right there. A 42.8% chance of winning. And the Titans looks like they've, uh, they've, they've gotten their stuff together here after a uh, rocky start. But Vrabel finds a way to win. Vrabel just finds a way to win. And uh, we do. But the, the percentage play is not very high. 42.8 percent chance of winning uh we talked about those games uh the rams taking on the 49ers you got 23 21 the over runner landing on 44.7 so we do like this game to go over the total and you know what i know that these two teams played two weeks ago and and, and shanahan owns uh mcveigh in the in the head-to-head coaching matchup but 49ers on defense last week got exposed and if um if the rams can find an aerial uh, attack game man they'll go after 7 and 31 all day 52.6 percent chance winning here on the 49ers compared to 49.1 for the rams packers bills bengals and cleveland browns for your monday night football game and we got a 22.7 a 19 victory for the bengals i like cincinnati i think they've turned the corner you know but you know the jamar chase is going to be out for a while with the uh, fractured hip that's going to hurt the uh, the vertical game right it's going to hurt the vertical game and, uh, and once a defense coordinator knows that you got no more vertical game, then they're going to stuff the box. So it's going to be interesting uh, to see the game planning for the Bengals without the deep threats on the outside with Jamar Chase, right? 64.2% chance of winning compared to 37.6 for the uh, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland, eh? Struggling. 2-5 and five on the year against the Bengals, 4-3. and three. Bengals 5-0 against the point spread. Hey, better's best friend right there, the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, as Stone Cold would say... And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Yeah, Stone Cold did say so. And uh, those are the NFL forecasts for week number eight of the National Football League. Again, you can get the rain report each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. Don't forget, guys, we've got a great... Um, we got a great toolbox here. All the, the computer picks, the rain report, the trends. Trends are your friends that don't pay the rent. I'll get to that in a second. And you got streaks, you got the matrix, you got the, the market index, the offensive scoring. In fact, let me take a quick look at the offensive scoring. I'll show you guys how this really works. So here's all the top uh, offensive team in the league this year. You got the Chiefs at number one, averaging 31.8 points per game. The Bills at number two. Look at the Raiders. The Raiders at number three at 27.1. So I guess Devontae Adam is helping the offense of uh, of uh, offense for the Raiders. Eagles at number four, and the Seahawks. There's uh, Gino is a uh, 73.5 pass uh, percentage uh, coming in at number five. Now the top defense, hey, our Buffalo Bills at 13.5 points against per game. The Cowboys. 
giving up 14.8. Denver, even though they're not cooking these days, eh? They're not cooking anything in Denver these days, but the, the defense is the defense is solid. If you remember that uh, was it Monday night game there a couple weeks ago? Uh was it the Broncos and the uh, the Chargers? That man, that the, both the, the both offense on those teams couldn't do anything because the defense and it came down to a special team play believe it or not to win that game eagles 17.5 that's why i think they're the best team in the nfc and uh, the giants say eh? the g-man 18.5 and if you just click on matchups you can see the the matchup right denver 32 offense uh, ranked offense against a 17 ranked um, offense in the jacksonville jaguars but number three defense and this is a good way to find indicators when you're handicapping the nfl look at the offensive ranking compared to the defense and again you know don't don't have this mindset where i look oh it's you know the the this is why seattle's gonna win because they're in the number five ranked offense but they're up against the number uh, five uh, five ranked uh, uh, Giants uh, defense, right? You, you can't think like that. You got it's just these are indicators, and the more indicators you can string along to your confidence level, that's when you know you got a good play, right? All right, uh, let me see here. What do we got next on deck? It's uh, oh yeah, I want to show you guys the front page. Always go to the front page each and every day. And when you get there, let's say if you go to NBA, what's is the top sports betting options today? According to the Rain Report, and this is the algorithm we've already implemented into this uh, system, the uh, the number three best pick today is the Charlotte Hornets. The number two is Denver, and your number one play for tonight or best option is the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors, but the only thing you gotta you know you gotta factor in some of the um, uh, the uh, uh, the the indicators that are listed right here. Like Toronto has yet to play an A or B type team. That's a little concerning. Seventy five percent chance against the C type team, so the Beatables on a two ATS win streak. They are three and two in the year, and they got a forty seven point eight percent chance of winning tonight against Philadelphia. But they've been neutral seven days and that's why they are uh, in neutral and, and if you're wondering how do we come up with these uh, top rankings it's all about consistency you know i don't want to i don't want a team that's too hot and i don't want a team that's too cold i want that team that right in the middle because from a point spread and a market psychology point of view that's what we're looking at right there all right nhl your top uh, two options tonight in the nhl the islanders against carolina but uh, a C type team, I wouldn't touch that. And, and the reason why they're number two is because they've been neutral for 13 days. And Colorado, your number one betting option, I like that. That's a good play right there. Colorado against New Jersey, uh, neutral 15 days and a 67.3% chance of winning. All right, uh, time for a little AI. We're talking about practice. 80% not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly, silly is, is that? that? All right, good show, Thomas. Uh, thank you, Thomas. Uh, did I do Carolina, Atlanta? Did I forget another one? Hey, I, I do, it seems like football. I always forget one every week. Let me go check. Let me do Carolina, Atlanta. Uh, let me see. I probably missed it. I don't recall doing it. Carolina, Atlanta. All right, the Falcons. Here we go. Let me go to the rain report. Good catch on uh, Lori S. Thank you, Lori S. Hey, speaking of uh, Glory, oh, there's Glory K. Okay? All right, there she is. I just missed her. Hey. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers, and Glory K is a closer. And uh, good morning, uh, Glory K. You didn't miss anything. All right, uh, let me see here. I got the Atlanta Falcons winning this one. 23-18, but you know what? Carolina seems to have found a new life since they uh, fired Matt Rule. And for Carolina going into this game, they are, uh, let me see here, 2-3 and three in the last five. 
two and three against the point spread, one and four to the under, while the Falcons, three and two straight up, four and one against the point spread, still one of the best teams in the uh, National Football League when it comes to the point spread. The chances of winning, 64.7. However, the value index, even though they got a winning record, I don't like the value index in the plus. Anytime I look at my value index and it's a plus, uh, that doesn't give me a good confidence in that uh, selection. Now, looking at their home record, 2-1 on the year. So a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde record right here. 2-1 uh, at home, 1-3 on the road, straight up. And when you look at their ATS record, a perfect 3-0. While Carolina have yet to win a road game this year, they are 4-6 straight up in Atlanta in their last 10 trips, 10-4-6 uh, to the uh, point spread. And uh, look at this, yeah. So, um, yeah, so interesting matchup here between the Falcons and the the Panthers. And uh, I'm going to lean 23-18 and a, uh, let me see, 64% chance of winning. Four and a half, you know, remember Ross said those four and a half, five and a half numbers are really tough, right? Those are really tough numbers to bet into. Uh, if I think if you're going to take the, the um, Atlanta, you, you take the money line. If you like Carolina, you take the points. But uh, I, I do like Atlanta in this one. And, you know, they're tough at home, right? When they're at home, normally they average. Let me see here. Let me scroll right down to the bottom here. Uh, Atlanta at home on the year. Averaging uh, 25.6 points per game, giving up 20 while the uh, the Panthers but here's the thing right anytime you fire a coach these numbers are a little bit skewed because uh, you just don't know the, the philosophy and it's just a different culture a different uh, mindset with a new leadership right so I don't put a lot of uh, stock into the uh, the Panthers analytics but you know what the analytics I do look right <laughs> you're at what your record says you are and if your team is not that good uh, maybe that's the reason why they fired your head coach, right? All right, so there's uh, my forecast on that game. Let's get to the uh, the eighty um, percent club here. Let's go to NFL. Let's take a look at the NFL for week number eight, and let's take a look at our top stats this week. The Bills twenty and one as a minus ten or more home favorite after a non division game since nineteen ninety six. 17-1 as a 10 or more home favorite coming off a win since 96. I wonder who that loss was to. I'm gonna hey, I don't care about the 17 wins. Who was that one loss to as a 10-point favorite? The Saints 16-1 as a home team playing the month of October, last 10 years. Yeah, with Sean Payton's help a bit there. Uh, let me see here. The Cowboys 14-1 as a minus seven and nine and a half home favorite before non-division game since 96. Patriots 13 and 1 as a road team on the month of October. Yeah, a lot of Tom Brady uh, stats right there. The Seattle Seahawks 13 and 1 as a home team coming off back-to-back -back ATS wins the last 10 years. That's pretty good. That's a good stat right there. It's almost a mic drop off. And uh, let me get a mic drop off for you guys over here. Let me see. Do I got any good uh, mic uh, drop offs? Uh, let me see here. I don't see anything. Uh, the Rams, 9-1 uh, as a home team before non-conference game the last five years. The uh, the Vikings, here's your mic drop-off. The Vikings, 13-2 as a home team coming off uh, a bye since 1996. That is your uh, stats and trends for uh, Friday, October 28th. Let's uh, take a look at NBA. Let's see if we've got any NBA uh, stats here tonight. Any uh, stats and trends we can share with our friends. 
Uh, the Celtics, 13-1 and as a home team coming off three-game road stand. Wow. So the, and you know what? Boston is tough at home. You ever watch a Boston Celtic uh, game at home? That crowd's right in there. They, there's an energy. You, feel, you, you can feel it right from your living room. The Celtics, 13-1 and as a home team coming off uh, three road games last four years. Solid. The Jazz, yeah, the Jazz look good. The Jazz look like a nice play tonight. The Jazz, 12-0-1 against the point spread as a 7-9.5 away underdog. Coming off a win in their last game, last six years, for 92.3%. The T-Wolves as a 7-9.5 home favorite versus a conference opponent last seven years. 11-1 straight up. And uh, let's, uh, where's our mic drop off? Here it is. Anytime the uh, New York Knicks are at home, or uh, sorry, every time the New York Knicks are three and a half to six and a half away underdog on a freaky Friday the last five years, 10 1 0 against the point spread. And uh, let me see any other good ones right here. The Suns, 9 and 1 as a three and a half, six and a half home favorite after a division game the last six years. And they're also 9 and 1 as a home team coming off a two game win streak the last two years. And that, my friends, are the trends for a uh, a football friendly Friday, October 28th. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, I mean, how, how silly, silly is that? that? All right, that is the show for a football-friendly Friday. Today is October 28th, and I did go a little bit overboard. Not too bad. Only uh, 11 minutes over the hour show. Hey, it's a good thing I'm not on the network. I think I'd be fired by now. Hey, hey, how come your shows are always an hour, 10 minutes, hour, 20 minutes? You know, we got commercials over here, you know? All right, that's why we call it a podcast, and that's why uh, it, we're free to... Hey, we, we cut the, uh, the network strings off. That's what I love about podcasts, right? You can always... Uh, Go on and, and rant. Bo Jackson, where Bo been? Yeah. Yeah, where is Bo Jackson? Must have started a capper show. Yeah, it was. Uh, I haven't seen Bo Jackson in a while. Where, where is our good friend Bo? Eh? Did, I, did I overdo it on the lease or the uh, the Blue Jays or, or the Argos? But, uh, yeah, hopefully we get Bo back, right? All right, there you have it. That is the show today for a uh, football-friendly Friday, October 28th. Have yourself a great uh, rest of your weekend. And don't forget, take advantage of the 25% discount when you sign up for a membership right here at ATS Stats. Put in promo code ATS25, ATS25, no space between ATS and 25, and get your 25% discount uh, by signing up right here at ATSStats.com. In the meantime, shop for value, play those percentages. I'll see you back here on a uh, Cash Out Monday. Let's all make out a Cash Out Monday, right? Cheers. Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Rigby Field on a beautiful day for baseball. To be the man, you've got to be the man. Joe the Chiefs. Owns. 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 I don't know. Struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Three cash, homie. Holy cow! It was a doggy dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. What the hell's going on out here? Woo! If you smell but the rock is cooking. That's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. Yeah, what you looking for there?